Suck my dick! Alright, so we're back once again. I about to say to the drummer's beat. Uh put it on record. Oh wow. Um the DJ podcast about DJing, hosted by DJs, episode ten. I am your host, uh one of your hosts, DJ Byrne, aka uh Steph Bernie, because I went off this weekend. <laughs> That's that was corny. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just dumb for it. and ratio all right so yeah man it's uh been a long weekend how's everybody doing good i wish today Mm -hmm. was an actual holiday for me did you work today get it off yeah child they had me right on uh right on logged in (laughs) working all day I know I work for a black company. It was like, who's presidents? Hell no. <laughs> Word. Well, do y'all get Barack's birthday off at least? No, nah, well, but apparently they was they've been celebrating Juneteenth since forever. So, oh, that's the love that for them. Um, but yeah, um, great weather here in Columbus, Ohio. Little little springtime oh tease. I don't want to. I feel like everybody I follow on social media doesn't actually watch the weather. Or look at the weather, cause it's like nobody knew it was gonna be sixty degrees tomorrow today. Just like nobody knows it's gonna be fifty nine degrees tomorrow and thirty on Thursday. I only ask Siri about the weather if I'm leaving the house, and I really don't leave the house often, so I don't talk to her much. I know it was because I feel like when I'm around people, especially at work, that's all they talk about. Like, hey, you know the weather's gonna be sixty on Monday. And that's like the end of the conversation. The whites. Yes. I assume that immediately too. <laughs> um. Ew, are you eating on the podcast? That's nasty. No, what's wrong? No. What do you mean? You're chewing on the mic. We can see you. Gross. I hate those type of podcasts. Not no chew more. On the mic and eat. All right. This I'll is not sure. ASMR. I'm gonna try to stay channel. muted. Uh, you know that lady was in um, I think she was in Columbus. The one to be eating like the crab legs or whatever. Doing what? The blonde girl. Yeah. Why was she here? The lady with, with the, the long ass nails. Yeah. With the nails. Cause oh. um, I know maybe she was in Cleveland. Well, anyway, there's a DJ in Cleveland that owns a uh, seafood boil or whatever, mm. and they just have one in Columbus. So she was either here or there. But I also saw she got like a pink Bentley. So shout out to her for coming up off of. Being nasty as fucking breathing on the mic and doing it on the mean. There's, there's obviously a market for it because there's all these Asian women on YouTube eating all kind of disgusting shit. So I, I can't even watch that. I'm. Ugh. Are you talking about that uh, goat, like the crab boil to go spot in Gehenna? Is that the one you're talking about? Um, there's several of them that popped up. Um, his is, is a specific brand, uh, brand name, and I don't know it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would shout it out because it's a black-owned business. Um, but it is brand new. Gotcha. So, um, let's talk about the weekend. The weekend was very long for the t- two of us. One of us was just chilling, apparently, so I'm jealous. Wow. Um, but, uh, let's start with Friday. So, Friday, I left work early and ran up to Cleveland to tip off All-Star Weekend at Lotus. Um, big shout out to, uh, everybody that put that together. It's like 10 people. Um, and it was like a turn and burn. Cause I got there, sat there for 30 minutes, DJ for an hour and then left immediately and to come back to Columbus. And so I was exhausted, but more importantly, we had our very first event. Well, wait, let's talk about the Cleveland event. Oh, okay. Right. Um, the Cleveland event was cool. It was, a, it was supposed to be like a day party that started at four. So because you know how people are, mm-hmm. nobody really showed up until six. Mm-hmm. And by six, well, it was I mean, like. it's a Friday. People got to work. It's all-star weekend, though. I feel like that's like a holiday weekend. Yeah, I'm surprised off. everybody didn't take off that, right. that is local. Yeah, especially, yeah. So, um, And then in that same venue, they had like, I think Payroll was there on Saturday and like Babyface Ray was there mm-hmm. on Sunday or whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. so shout out to Lotus. That was my first time there. 
Um, so the, they, what was your vibe for the set? Oh, um, just like got that little baby, young thug. I played some Isaiah Rashad, and Chase was like, "Oh yeah, you know." Chase went actually. What's funny is um, Chase was supposed to go on at four, and they were having like a meeting or whatever, and so they told him to cut the music off. He's like, "Shit, okay, cool." So he didn't. Yeah, dog. my neighbor's dog is over here acting up too. Sorry. It's that warm weather. They were trying to get out the house, mm-hmm. and then my my fiance yelling in the background. Um, so they. Had him like not play no music until like five o'clock, and then so he was like, uh, I guess he was talking to his girl, or whatever. And then he was like, uh, "Ain't that right, Burn? It's easy money. Like I, I don't care about nothing. About it. I'm still stopping at five thirty, and I'm still getting paid the same amount." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm not feel you. Like I'm kind of indifferent about that. Like sometimes I really like like the DJ, and then sometimes I'm like, well, if ain't nobody here, like, and I'm still getting paid, I'll chill and yeah. drink a Don Julio, you know, whatever. So." Um, oh, let me rewind too, because this this club was probably like the size of I don't know what to compare it to. Like, like the um, like the front. No, it wasn't like the front room Avalon. I'm trying to think. Of, name some other venues that we know here. Not Forum. It was probably like Dahlia, but not as wide or long. But hmm. and we lost somebody. Um, so did they have a patio too? They like did Gaia not, does? they oh, did not. Okay. Oh, um, they had like, um, like a little sitting area in the front that which is probably going to be utilized once, um, the weather breaks, weather or breaks, yeah. But, um, so they had a DJ booth and the DJ booth, so it was like a shelf for like your laptop and then the part where you could put your like the turntables or whatever. But the part where you you put your like controller or whatever it was had to be no, no more than like twelve inches deep. Which, which I mean, if you can visualize it, my controller barely fit on there. And so Chase bought his turntables. There's no way turntables are fitting there. And mm-hmm. so, but on the part where you put the laptop was super deep. You could probably put like two laptops in front of each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is poor design. You don't need all this space on top. And then I can't put anything at the bottom. Also, when I went there, there was just wires everywhere. Like, literally wires at your feet everywhere. To Yikes. where, like, it seemed like it was a fire hazard. And so, it took us a while to figure out that there was two XLRs and there was one quarter inch. The one XLR went to the all of the main speakers. One XLR went to the, no, I'm sorry. One XLR went to the speaker right above our head. One other XLR went to the sub. And then the quarter inch went to the rest of the speaker. So we had to put that on the booth output. That was mm-hmm. the most confusing. I, I feel like this is probably why venues don't like just let anybody just come over and do anything. Because it was probably hooked up properly at one time. Yeah. But it was just. So they probably didn't have a sound guy then? Absolutely not. Okay. And so <laughs> and it took me and, me and Chase a while to figure that out. Because like, oh, the sub wasn't on. And once the sub came on, it was a completely different experience. Gotcha. So I'm in there DJing, um, and then when 6:30 came, uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Marlon was in the chat like Paige and Reese at 6:25, and I was like, well, you know, I got to like 7:30 probably maximum mm-hmm. before I gotta go, and then Reese popped in like 6:28 and was like about to run him, and he had a pizza in his hand, <laughs> like like a box of pizza, <laughs> and he was like, I'm about to, he was obviously rushing the stuff. I'm like, bro, I'm good if you want to just. Take your time. Like, I ain't got to leave, leave right, right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, cool, cool. So he said, he slowed down a little bit. Um, then he, uh, he's like, I'm going to go to the bar real quick get a drink. And he just went and got a drink. He, he went up there bullshitting or nothing. And he came back. He's like, yeah, I'm ready when you are. So he took over. I packed my stuff up and got up out of there. So What equipment did y'all end up using? Um, oh, yeah. This is going to transition into our Saturday conversation. But, um... Marlon told me, and this is why you got to check these promoters. I know he was just on this episode, but he ain't exempt. I was like, <laughs> so, you know, Marlon liked to put all the DJs in the chat together so we can communicate in DJ lingo or whatever, you know? And so I'm like, he's like, yo, let's party. And I'm like, okay, what's up? Who's equipment you using? He's like, oh, Chase got his stuff. And Chase was like, Burn, can you bring a controller? Because I don't know what the car situation is going to be and all that. I'm like, I mean, I can bring it, but I'm leaving right after, so... And then um, I was like, I, so I told Marlon, because Marlon was one of the few people I trust, I was like, I'll leave my controller, 
but you know we need this for the next day, so just make sure right. you grab it. He's like, cool, no problem. So, um, he, yeah, so I, I brought my controller. That's also why I was rushing, because I didn't go until 5.30, but he had to go in at 4, and I had to have the controller there before then. Otherwise, I would take my time. So, I rushed up there, brought the controller, the, um, the, the for those that don't know, the DDJ SX3, that's the 4-channel one, um, Pioneer. I'm surprised um, Chase doesn't have a controller. I, yeah, I don't know why he brought turntables. Like, I thought he had a controller. Or, you know, when he DJed at Avalon for Orange Soda a long, long time ago, I think he had, like, a non-Serato controller. Mm, gotcha. Or it, was, or, it was, or, or it wasn't Pioneer, but it was Serato compatible. Um, but, yeah, he got turntables. Um, so I left my stuff there, got in the car, drove back, um, picked up my fiance, got our, uh, got our camera from, our, from the office, got the uh, film from Target. And headed down to our event. Yay, our first event. Yay. And we snapped for sure, hence the name. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that reminds me. I got to see if my Serato recorded part of that second set. Did you record your set on on Friday in Serato? I didn't, but sometimes there's like a temporary file that saves and you can just pull it. So you can check that, but I'm pretty sure that temporary file is only if you press record and you don't actually save it. No, because there was a time that it just popped up one time. Like, this was probably back in, like, 2020. I would definitely check it, though. Um, also, you know, it doesn't um, record if you use title tracks. Um, I didn't. So, to the point where, like, if you're, rec- if you're actual recording <laughs> and you load a title track, it'll stop the recording. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. But anyways, uh, so I wasn't there. For the setup, so tell me how the setup was. I was cool. That was funny because the bartender came up and was helping Reva, and he said something along the lines of like, "I don't know, I'm not a sound guy. I don't know every board, but I know this board." And that's kind of like what we had talked about before. But I think the speakers they had were the same ones you and I have, Vern. They are definitely um, EVs. Um, the subs are different, though. And it's also, I like the setup because the, um, you see there's a speaker by the door, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, instead of like, if people walking in and you got to turn the music up loud as fuck, so it's loud in front of the stage, it's actually some feel right by the door. And they also said, like, when it's warm outside, they'll have the door open. People hear the music, they'll come in. Boom. Our party's a smash. But anyways, keep going. Alexis, are you there? Oh, that was all I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah, the setup was cool. We used my um, controller. And when I got there, I had Alexis came out, grabbed my stuff, and she had the controller up. And then when I came in, Mike at the bar, he uh, just like she said, he came over and was like, I thought he was a sound guy. And he let me know that he's absolutely not. He's a bartender. <laughs> But um, he's worked there for like four or five years and he just kind of knows the ins and outs of the soundboard. Um, And then we got set up and Alexis started playing the jams. So walk me through how you guys got prepared for. So for those that don't know, Hashtag Snapped is a curated event by the three of us where we just want to really play good vibes you know good music and um just stuff that you probably normally won't hear just because mm-hmm. um it's it's some some of what's not the norm so how'd you guys what was your mindset going into this set i went digging through playlists of like the stuff that i like truly listen to <laughs> um and so like that was actually kind of cool because i got to play stuff that i haven't ever played which was nice and refreshing and yeah, it was dope. I enjoyed it. How long have you been DJing again? It'll be two years in April. I'm gonna say because I really don't know. But um I forgot who said oh, you know, I'm gonna tell you who said this when we're not recording. But this person was like granted this person wasn't there Friday night, but he was like yeah, you know, Alexis, man, um, the, the, those sets starting to get stale as as far as, like, you playing the same songs. And I was like, well, you know, 
I don't know if you know this, but Reva and myself did this exact same thing in our first year. Like we played the same songs over and over again because we got our shit lined up exactly how we want to line it up. And then it takes a while to start freestyling. And I was like, had a lot, and, and the whole reason I brought up Friday, I was like, in the second 40 minute seven you did, I could tell you it was freestyling. Not that it was bad because I've never heard these songs before from you. And I was like, okay, you in a little bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I don't get out to see Alexis enough, but I, I don't ever recall, and I'm sure this is, people probably going to hear this as biased, but I can't ever recall thinking, oh, she did this the last time she DJed. Like, I don't like that. Definitely either. have like a core crate that I pull from all the time. But that also Girl, goes me- to... Like the type of events that I do, like I ain't about to reinvent the wheel, but note it. I take that feedback and I will apply it. I will say somebody who DJs. Nope. So um, (laughs) I will say that um, I heard part of what you did on Friday. Part of that was part of the the orange soda set as well. But like I said, I mean, I definitely, and I will, I will get to mine later, but I definitely use the set I used before. So, can't be I'm going to get that SWV in Vogue Jade. <laughs> Y'all going to get that set as long as I feel like playing it, okay? Um, I actually had a crazy week with school last week, so I was not prepared. I didn't have any crates set up. Um, I just kind of was like, Okay, let me see what Alexis is on. Well, actually, I offered to go first because I'm like, Alexis, if you have people for sure coming for you, you should wait until there's more people here. But mm-hmm. she's like, nah, it's cool. We'll do it this way. I'm not going to argue with her. And they was there so, early too. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I got on and just kind of got into like a little house bag and then like mm-hmm. a 90s bag. Um, it was just random. I really didn't get to prepare for that set the way I wanted to. Um, like I was really hopeful on Sunday, last Sunday, like, okay, so I got to do, da, 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 you know, try to time manage my time throughout the week so I can make, and I just, I never got around to really doing what I wanted to do, but I, I think I still did well and I had a good ass time. So. Um, I was listening to Alexis set. She played all the Kachinata songs. But that's cool, though, because that's why you go first. Because <laughs> if I would have played them, then you'd have been like, oh, what am I going to do? So um, I've, I I was fully, the whole the plan was always to start with the Dua Lipa song. Um, or, yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just a loop, just because I like that. And, and um, it's kind of soulful or, yeah, yeah, I, I would say it's soulful, the, um, the song itself. Um, and it's, it's almost house as well too. So I feel like it fit the vibe, but, yeah. um, I, I told Reba before we got up there, I was like, I'm going to do my uh, hip set just because I feel like it was two years ago when I did hips mm-hmm. and I feel like enough people haven't heard that. So, uh, I went yeah. into that a lot of, uh, Anderson Pack, Mike, Mac Miller, um, Robin Thick Magic. Um, part of that is uh caught up, but you play caught up. So I ain't play it. And it's really just I'm really trying to feed off. Dang, the crowd. there was a Robin Thicke song that I wanted to play. I didn't even get to it. Now that you said that, Damn. it wasn't in oh, a single. See, always next huh? month. Um. So yeah, and then 40 minutes. I feel like it was enough time for us to get into our bag, and but also like, cause when it's an hour, you sitting there like, man, it's an hour. I gotta wait an hour to DJ, and then when it's more than one DJ, it's like I wait two hours. So I feel like 40 minutes is a good time. Um. Also, shout out to the bartenders. Like, like I said, there, Two Truths is not the place you go to just get a Jameson or something. Like You go there because they have craft cocktails, and they, they really take their time. And that's sometimes a complaint from some partygoers if they've never been to Two Truths. They don't know that um, they make real drinks that take time, and so they sometimes complain about the, the, the speed of the service. But those drinks take time. They're not just like one, two, you know. Shake, shake them up ingredients and they, and they just work so shout out to the bartenders um i had a whiskey sour which i didn't know took um egg whites that was new for me um but i'm like however it comes i'll take it 
Um, the bartenders was dope. And back to what y'all was saying about the sound guy. Like, so there was no sound guy, but at least there was somebody there that actually knew how to work the sound system there and not just shrug and be like, oh, I don't know. Y'all got to figure it out. Um, he said that the, the, the sound system there was just crappy, but he knew how to work it, like y'all said. And like I said, that's important because at least somebody knows what's going on. Right. Um, because otherwise, we'll just be standing there with no music. Um, I'm trying to think. Bartenders was dope. Sound guy was dope. Um, oh, other DJ, shout out to the original Black Unicorn. And uh, I don't know what that other guy's name was, but other DJs that have events in there came in there as well to show support. That's big. Uh, shout out to Dion. He's a DJ. He came. Shout out to Dev Draper. Uh, shout out to everybody that came because um, a lot of people only go out if it's like, who's going to be there? Or, you know, if, if, if it's the cool kids party. But those people came out, I feel like, because they know we like good music and they wanted to hear good music. And a lot of them stayed the whole time, like four nice. hours. So, yeah, I appreciate That's all y'all. Yeah, and we're going to turn it up in, uh, next month. They definitely want us back because they said we had the right vibe and the right crowd. Um, and the bar made money. So they're definitely going to have us back. Um, we're going to do some heavy promotion so that uh, it's a better time. And as the weather gets better, it'll be better attended. Um, question, what do you do? This is not on the list. What do you do after a gig? It's 2 a.m. in the morning and you're hungry. I don't eat that late. I really don't. I, it just don't sit well on my stomach. But if I'm super, super hungry, I'll stop at McDonald's and get some fries. But I can't do a whole meal. Like I can't. I used to be able to do street meat, but I can't do it no more. So I'll give me some fries. Yeah, we left. When we left. Brie was like, oh, I want some street meat. I'm like, I feel like you don't get the, no bang for your buck with the street meat. Like, it's only there because it's convenient. So we uh, we came home and made some grilled cheese. Um, and the air fryer, too. That's a life hack. Um, but no, I, I asked because, you know, back in the day, we used to, you know, we, we'd go Waffle House, uh, White Castle. I don't know. I was never a Waffle House fan. I know this is a hot take, but I was never a Waffle House fan. The only good Waffle House I ever had was in the South. So what breakfast food is better than Waffle House? Another hot take. I'm not a breakfast food person. So What the hell did I just walk in on? <laughs> now you're breaking up. Like I'm about to disconnect you. <laughs> Who don't like breakfast, chair? Me. Nah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Brie actually doesn't like eggs. And so she'll sit there and just eat like meat and like a uh, gluten-free waffle. And I'm looking like, I'm tearing up eggs. Like, you sure? <laughs> yeah, I love so, Now we're talking about uh, what do you do after 2 a.m.? Uh, when you leave in the uh, function, you either tired or you a little drunk or you both. Like, like, what do you do to? She says she can't really eat like that because it don't sit well in her stomach. I probably shouldn't eat either, but I do. What do you do? Go home. Yeah. But if you're hungry, what do oh, you eat? Uh, it's usually either like Waffle House or White Castles, unfortunately. Oh, White Castle. You got yeah. an iron I mean, digestive system. I mean, you know, the chicken rings, you know, they're not bad. <laughs> um, but usually when the winter, or not the winter, when the weather breaks, excuse me, I'll stop at one mm. of the carts and grab something on the way. But it's been too cold. When we left Orange Soda last time, um, not the Cleveland Orange Soda, but the recent one at Scully's, there were cart, there was mad carts, but it was just too cold, baby. I had to run to my car. Mm. Uh, we're talking about getting a food truck to, to pull up outside and sit there for like, from one to whatever but we gotta yeah. organize that um Ooh, that'd be nice i was just telling uh Recio that i feel like you don't get the bang for your buck with street meat it's just convenient agreed yeah see and everything is a la carte too right when um, i go get a combo at the places i mentioned at the at the cart i'm gonna spend like 20 and i don't see. even get fries just get extra lettuce <laughs> extra gyro sauce um so little <laughs> if you think white castle is bad the speedway hot dogs they really hit the spot this, this when is they... nasty behavior <laughs> yeah not i've not eaten a hot dog from a gas station not even I have some sheet. standards okay <laughs> not even sheets 
Uh, I actually was just talking to Brie about that. I've never had sheets food. Well, she, she told t- me it's basically a restaurant. It's Is like, it really? it's like almost fast food, but but it's definitely not gas regular gas station food. Yeah, and um, because they got whatever you want that they got got it, you can customize it. And you can sit down in there and eat it. So, like I said, it's one step above. It's definitely above gas station food, and it's almost fast food. I don't even think there's um, any sheets near me right now. Where I'm well, not. there's gonna be one soon because they popping up like are they pimples on a teenager? I only seen. I've only seen two. One of them was in Dublin. I can't remember the rest of them. There's New Albany. That's one we went to. There's one where I used to live at, right there on. Um, Is there seventy and Bryce? Yeah, right there. Um, across from the White Castle. I mean, White Castle, the the Waffle House. Right there on the corner. Where the hotel was? Where the Bob Evans was? Yes. Shut up. Um, they built a one by my job at the airport. Mm. And I swear, yeah, right, right here on the Polaris exit at 71, that's the sheets. I'm in there like somewhere. Where the, all them the, yellow things are? I think that is yeah. about to be a... Because it used to be a, a gas station, but they tore it down. So sheets Yeah, it was a shell, wasn't it? Yep. Mm. With the highest gas in the city. Anywho. Um, gas station hot dogs. Okay, so Saturday got up in the morning. We all had to hit the road because Orange Soda All Star Weekend in Cleveland. We had to go show up and show out. You know, I was so, struggling that morning too, bro. I, I told you, me and Bree was eating grilled cheese and went to bed at four o'clock and woke up at eight thirty. Yeah, I was struggling. I was like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Thank God Bree drove. I don't think I would have been able to drive myself. She um she's a trooper. She when we went to Niagara Falls, she drove the whole time and drove all the way back. And I'm like, you sure you want me to drive? She's like, no. I'm like, all right, just leave. <laughs> no, but that drive to Texas was a little bit different. We uh, we both almost died in the freeway. Anyway, we're here, we're here now, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, never heard a good story about a Texas drive, but I digress. Because it's like we'll never drive to Texas. Hello. Because it's like 13 <laughs> hours. They got planes for that. Okay, so. This is not really a DJ topic, but it's more of a road trip topic. What do you do to prepare for road trips, um, you know, longer than two hours? Is certain food you get all the time? Um, what kind of beverage do you do? Are you a music person, podcast person, or do you like to talk when there's other people in the car? How do road trips usually go for you when they're longer than two hours? If it's myself, I'm gonna play some podcasts. But. Not a phone I feel person. like playing a podcast is weird now. I, I usually um, definitely try to pack a little snack. Um, I usually try to drink, get my water in early, but like an hour and a half before I actually leave to get on the road, I stop drinking. So I'm not the one in the car, like, gotta go to the bathroom. Um, and then I'm also like eight times out of 10. Uh, I, I didn't plan on it for this trip. I actually planned on being in the back seat, but that's not how it worked out. But if I'm the passenger, um, I usually stay awake on the way there and on the way back because I just feel some type of responsibility to the driver to make sure that they're awake and alert. Uh, the drive back from Cleveland was really hard for me because I was already tired from Friday night getting in late. And then I drank at the party um, on Saturday. So I, I was up talking to Brie, but I don't even know if I was making sense because I, I felt <laughs> I felt delirious. Like, yeah, I felt delirious, like, or delirium. I don't know the right way to say it in this context. Or, but yeah, I was like, man, child, I'm about to like hit my head on the dash. That's how tired I was. And I was after a hefty serving of, fries at five guys too facts we just had eight we ate heavy like it wasn't like we just grabbed like you know a hot dog at the gas station gross we went to five guys and had combos like oh y'all rich they paid y'all well this weekend if y'all went to five guys and got a, a large right the large um oh uh, what was what you said about packing snacks i feel like i always pack snacks and water and still stop and get pop and chips just because i'm like the snacks ain't as good as the shit they got at the gas stations i don't know well usually like recently i've been trying to watch what i'm eating so i had like granola and grapes and it just was what it was i figured before we got back on the road to columbus we would stop and get food i didn't know it would be five guys but um yeah i usually 
it's usually like some carrots. You always gonna hear me say carrots and celery because it's quick and easy. Yeah. So healthy. I'm packing some uh what they call the sour crawlers, the berry berry. The blue ones? Yep. It's my shit. No, Haribos. The what? Haribo um gummy bears. Uh, I actually Uh, have some. And I just I started to eat them. I'm like, yeah, these are trash. I, I literally uh, before the podcast. I think it's called Black Forest, the Black Forest Organic. I so, hear those, those are, are like good. amazing. No, listen. So I ate Black Forest before they switched to organic and they don't taste the same. Mm-hmm. So when I used to work third shift overnight for a grocery store. So you know, I was eating everything. Okay, because why not? It was all there, <laughs> right? At a discount. And I used to eat the Black Forest all the time. And then they changed it to the organic and they do not, they're not good. They're nasty mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, I, I am hip to Black Forest. We might have to turn to a segment of put you on snack talk. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, uh Bree's mom has some white whoppers and I tried them thinking they'd be good. Nope. Still tastes like a whopper. Well, disgusting. y'all can say whoppers are disgusting, so disgusting. I can't Im- any in any color or flavor. I'm sure they're going to be disgusting. <laughs> yeah, don't ever do that. But uh, anyway, so get on the road. Mm-hmm. We get downtown Cleveland, the spot rebar, great spot, great owner. Check it out if you in Cleveland. What we didn't anticipate is like, because somebody had told me that the the previous spot we were supposed to be at was like kind of out the way, but this spot is downtown, so you should have more foot traffic. I'm like, cool. Didn't consider that all the streets in the parking was going to be shut down. So, you know, we driving around maybe about 20 minutes because a friend of ours got there first and said everywhere was $40. So I'm like, I'm Mr. VIP parking with the um, with the handicap sticker. I'm like, we're going to find us a handicap meter (laughs) and get busy. Um, And we didn't find that. But then um, I I, I ran to the spot real quick and uh, somebody I know shout out to Corey Grant. He was in there. And I was chopping up with him real quick. I was like, what can I do about parking? He's like, oh, you can just park right across the street. It's only $80. I thought he said $80. i am like, come on, say DC. What? Huh? So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go check it out. I'm like, he couldn't have said 80 Like, just all casually. So we went over there. It was only $8. And we had the handicap sticker. So we just slid right into the first spot we saw. Then had to go up three, four floors. It all worked out. So... I will say I'm familiar with that area because of the college that I went to up there or the university rather, but um, it was brick in Cleveland this weekend and (laughs) there was, I don't feel like there was foot traffic because people were going to their right to their destination. People was not just like walking around looking trying to find stuff to do. They was in, in and out. Like it was so cold like i don't even know how really to describe it it was just a different type of cold though did it snow because you know they got the lake effect up there nope didn't snow but that wind by brick you mean which is titty cold cold <laughs> like like I, when i got the car i was like damn i gotta pee uh and then when i got in there i was like oh i forgot because it wasn't cold anymore so mm-hmm. i wasn't even the issue anymore um but yeah so we ran across just well, no i mean we went to the crosswalk because we want to die um, we went in the spot, and the spot couldn't have been no bit like we said we sold out. Uh, it was about seventy tickets, and and it couldn't have did no more than that. And went in there, and this is the part I want to highlight. This is what I want you guys to pay attention to. Everybody, listen up. Walk in, the dude I know, Corey Grant. He had already left, mind you. As soon as I walk in, Corey's like, "Oh, boom, burn. What's up? Good to see you. Glad you made it. You got a gig here." Oh, you don't need no equipment. Mine right here. You can just use it. Ain't no thing. I'll leave it here and I'll, I, I can get some other stuff for the other gigs I got. He had 11 gigs in three, ga- three days. Shout out to him. Damn. But I was like, nah, um, Marlon got my controller. So you ain't got to worry about it. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the hospitality. Boom. So uh, we park, come back in. I'm waiting on Marlon to bring the controller. And there's two other DJs there. One DJ came right up to me. Boom. Said, hey, how you doing? My name is XYZ. Um, his Instagram is one eight hundred dot. What is it? Um, SOS. Yeah, that's what it is. One eight hundred dot SOS. And he introduced introduced himself to me. Was very the humble. One or the yeah, that, was, one? that was a taller one. Very humble. 
great personality was just talking about, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's a busy weekend. He was telling me about the brunch event they just had, plugging the business, and he was telling me about the, apparently got real big biscuits or whatever. Um, and then the other guy was in the corner doing his thing because our event didn't start for 20 minutes, so they was just like wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Other guy was over there just DJing. You could tell he was really reserved, but when I went up to him, I was like, hey, what's up? My name is DJ Brown. He's like, oh, man, my name is, his Instagram is san.wav, Sam Wave. And he was just talking about like, because I, I seen his controller. He had the first version of the controller. He's like, yeah, I got this, but I also bought the DDJ 1000, but it's not the SRT. So it only work with record box, so I can't really use it. It's just at the crib. I can't even use it. And I was like, oh, just put it on Reverb. You probably get 80% of the resale on it. He's like, yeah, because you know, I take it to Guitar Center. They're going to be, it's like GameStop in there. They don't give me $20 for it. So <laughs> I say all that to say, these guys don't know me from nothing. Did they feel threatened? Were they like, oh, who does this nigga think he is? No, it was nothing but hospitality. They was mm-hmm. like, oh, you got all your cords right here. This how this XLR work. This how this one work. Plug in right here. Set your stuff up right here. Um, nothing but love. And they was real like, oh, let me get out your way so you can go ahead and get set up. I don't know. I don't even got my equipment yet, but it's, I mean, it's cool if you want to. So nothing but hospitable. They were going to another gig with well, the, the taller guy was going to another gig uh, that he had in Akron. And he was just talking about the business and he was like, yeah, we got to link up. Um, whenever you're in Cleveland, man, you know, whatever you need, let me know. And I'm like, cool. That's crazy. Cause there's DJs in Columbus that have never said that to me. And the and some of these same DJs are the same ones that call me and say, Hey, I got a gig tonight. You got XYZ equipment I can use? Fuck no, I don't. Are you crazy? <laughs> you better beat it. Like, like you better call but somebody. Is that else. because we were out of towners though? Like, do you think that's how they are amongst each other in Cleveland? Um, I think yes. Just mm-hmm. because based on the DJs I know and how Corey Grant is a veteran DJ. He's on the radio now. He's been doing this for a long time. He's very good at what he does. He has never been nothing but humble. It's never been ego. with, And he actually knows another DJ I know that, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. I, would, I think he would even admit that he's not the same level DJ Corey is. And it's never been no like little bro, big bro shit. It's like, hey, we all DJs. Why don't we link up and trace... Excuse me, trade secrets. Mm-hmm. And I've, I can, li- I can't think, I'm trying to think of one Cleveland DJ that ever gave me pushback or every like, I walked in the club and Mick Boogie was DJ and he was like, oh, hey, I know you. You from Columbus, right? I'm like, how the fuck do we know why? Mm-hmm. I'm nobody. And this is Mick Boogie. This is like, I mean, this is when he's still in Cleveland, but he's still like a national DJ. Yeah. And so, like, I've never got nothing but hospitality from them. And I just think the culture up there is different. I think. um... Well, Marlon said that when he was on the podcast, he said that all the people on the Cleveland arts scene, all the arts kind of like support local and each other. So I guess that piggybacks off of what you're saying right now. And I think it's because there's just more to go around. Um, There's always opportunity in Columbus but we had this conversation about why uh, hip hop artists skip Columbus when they go on tours because Cleveland has got more, I think they got more urban fan base. Um, prime example is like, I've never seen a club uh, where it was like 50, 50 people in there. It was all dudes, but that's how it was in Lotus. And like, that's unheard of. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen that in Columbus where it was all dudes. Um, but I say all that to say, shout out to them, man. Um, I, I, I wish Columbus was the same way, but I also What's... go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, like, I also feel like there's sometimes when DJs try to come talk to me, and I, and I'm I'm probably like standoffish, only because it's usually when I'm DJing. I'm like, this is not the time to talk to me, <laughs> talk to me about anything. But I would never like if there's any DJ out there listening, and they actually want to actually build with me and not just secretly learn from me so they can try to take my spot um definitely like, hit me up like i'm not gonna try to big bro you like i mean if you come to learn something like, i'm here to teach it you know whatever um i'm not one of them guys like oh i, I think i'm better than you at xyz it's like we all clock in and clock out every day at a regular job so ain't mm-hmm. nobody more special than another you know um your proximity to a celebrity is does not make you more important than me um 
Because really, like, there's only, I mean, if you want to talk about it, there's only one or two other organizations that even do parties to the scale of Orange Soda every month for going on five years. So, but I don't really, like, that's not important to me. It's like, if, you, if you're a DJ, you want to learn something, let's learn together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, I, and not to say it doesn't happen here in Columbus, it just happens way more in Cleveland. And I feel like people are way more hospitable there, out-of-towners, and because, you know, a lot of people came in town from wherever to come to Cleveland to try to, you know, make some money. And a lot of those people came in town, got their money, and left. They don't even spend money in the community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story. Like, people have been raping Columbus for the longest. Like, they don't fuck with the community at all, but they, since they're celebrity, y'all be sucking their dick when they come in town. I don't know. Ooh, um, Ooh, but I say all that to say, Cleveland was love. Um, Rebar was amazing. The owner, Rachel, she's amazing. Uh, let's talk about the actual party, though. How would you feel about the music and the party goers? Oh, um, so like you said earlier, it took a second for people to show. I don't think people really showed up till like closer to six, right? Would you say? Correct. Okay. So I was a little like, oh, are people, you know, gonna come? You don't. I don't know who knows about us and how well our party was promoted there. So um, I was a little worried at first, but I don't know. People started showing up and I could tell that people came to dance. Like you could tell kind of like when they walked in, you know, sometimes you go places and people just want to like, that's not the vibe. Dancing is not always the vibe. Sometimes people just want to hear good music, but they want to chop it with their friends, sit at the bar, whatever. And you could tell a majority of the people that came there, I don't know if they, if they knew this was a dance party, but they came to just have a good time. And um, I don't know, I, I caught a vibe and it started like to crescendo, like just go up. And then um, Burn came on after me and acted a fool <laughs> on, the, on the controller with the music and it, it went up and I don't know. We went back to back 30 minutes each. Um, from start to finish, it was fun. Like I, I had a lot of fun. I probably could have stayed like another two hours um, because the people was just in there showing mad love, like singing along, dancing, um, showing me and burn love. I think some of the songs I played, people were surprised like, oh, she's playing that. Like maybe would have expected burn to play it not me um so it's always kind of cool for me when I get those reactions and people are like oh she knows a little bit about something doesn't she <laughs> um but I had I had a lot of fun I was sad that it felt like when it picked up it was over right when it started and those are like fun but you hate it because you want to be there for another two or three hours that was definitely one time when I would have been mad they're like oh can you go a couple more hours more yes I'm ready for it. We had a couple of those nights at Granero. It kind of reminded me of like Granero during a homecoming season. Oh kind of, my God. It was kind of like that. Like if they would definitely would have been like, can you stay longer? It would not have been an issue. And we had the bartenders show mad love. They took care of us too. Um, so that was cool. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than we killed it. And um, I'm, I will not be surprised if we pack out a venue again in Cleveland anytime soon. So this is, uh, this is not your first time going out of town, but um, I guess the stakes were higher this time since the venue was sold out. So mm-hmm. what was your mind state going into getting ready for that set? Like, did you have a game plan going in or are you just like, whatever? So. No, like I, it was kind of like my Friday night set. Like I, I did not have time to prepare the way I would have liked to for the, for any of my gigs this past weekend. Um, so I, I didn't have a plan. I mean, I know my orange soda crate, so I just kind of go in there and kind of go up and down. And I'll, for me, like I'll have songs in my head that I want to play in sequence, but I also get in my head too. Are they going to react to this? I know it worked at this party, but is it going to work at this party? 
uh, what if I try something new? So a lot of times you watch me, I'm just going up and down in my crate, like looking at different BPMs. Um, I like to mix my keys too. So sometimes I'm looking at the key, like, let me try this. And I'll toggle like song playing and I'm going back and forth between like two songs. Like, what am I going to play? What am I going to play? What am I going to play? So um, there was a lot of that this weekend because I didn't have like a set set, a prepared set. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would complain about the music that I played this weekend. And I was just about to get into a bag. I can't remember what song I was playing, but I, I saw people kind of moving to it. I'm like, okay. So I started, I'm like, I know where to take this and my computer did what it does. The controller stopped. So I'm just standing there. I'm like, fuck. Gotta, it's not just like the fact that it turned off, but it's just like you miss that momentum if you don't get the music back on right away. And, and with this particular technical issue that I'm having, you know that it, I can't get it going right away. Right. Uh, so Burn ran up there real quick and he just threw something on his. Um, and then there was a couple of times after that where he was like, I'm just gonna, you do what you need to do. I'm not looking at the songs that you're playing or suggesting anything, but I'm gonna leave songs up on my laptop that way if you have to jump over jump here you over. can just switch it real quick and there'll already be something queued up you just press playing and get into your bag however you can on my laptop Damn. but it actually never got to that the two songs was hood hop and tipsy because i'm yeah. like either one of these are going to work as soon as you drop them yeah so, um yeah yeah man serato get your fucking life in together because <laughs> i had to buy a whole new computer did you um so I got a notification on my computer like that it's I can do a what an update. But I was like, man, I'm scared. Like, I don't know if this is going to make the situation I'm having better or worse. So I was like, let me wait to get through this weekend before I try to update my operating system. I didn't do the operating system yet, but I definitely did the um, uh, there's an update to Serato DJ Pro do that. Um, I, last time I checked, it was up to date. I think I did it. It's probably Friday morning. Oh, uh, okay. I'll look again. But um, so I went to Bowling Green for a little bit. So I know a bunch of people from Cleveland. So I know exactly how Cleveland get down. And if you don't know, Cleveland is a Gucci man city. Mm. For sure. So, and also like these people, majority of people, because I actually asked the crowd halfway through, had never been to Orange Soda before. Didn't know nothing about it. So, whereas I could experiment at the monthlies at Scully's, and I could I can go in different bags. They came. You had to give your best. Not even the best. The signature. The signatures, like when you think two thousands music, you think uh, Lil John, you think Paul Wall, which I don't pay Paul Wall or Mike Jones at all. I'm definitely gonna put that in my next set. You think um, Sierra. You think, you know, it's just like signature songs. Like, it's cool to go into a crate and, you know, go into like a deep bag, but it's kind of like, you know, you're expecting the most, like, I, I, I try to make it as generic as possible and just go with the hits. So that's what I did. I was just going straight, like, because I, I never played This Is How We Do by a game in 50 Cent, but that's one of the ones where, like, when you think of two thousands, you think that Young Blood's damn, Young Jock is going down, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you like, were in a bag. Well, I thought you were gonna play that, and you didn't play. I was shocked. I'm like, now nah, he left this for me to play, Chad. Um, because Young Blood's damn and Young Jock is going down. I think it's eighty two, eighty four. I think when I was gonna play, it was seventy nine. I was like, it's too much of a jump, so mm-hmm. I didn't do it. But I well, will not say those songs, but I just meant the vibe. I was like, oh, yeah. oh I know I'm gonna hear this in a minute, and he never got around to it. I'm like, what the hell? He drunk. <laughs> I will say, you know, I, I wasn't a couple more drinks. I'd have been drunk. Um, what I will say, though, is that at so we was going half and a half an hour. Right. So I started. So I got four the, the top of the hour, four five, six. So at six thirty is when it started getting thick. Right. Everything OK? It's got breaking news. <laughs> hi. it's a girl nah, she said hi um 
So I was like, oh, okay, I'm about to fuck him up. Like I like I purpose I said in my head like when I play Gucci Man, I think I love her. It's going to go crazy in here, and I'm and I'm gonna get into that 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 fifty point game bag. So it was. I think I love her. Um, then what was the next song? Oh, No Hands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let's do it. Uh, yeah, no hands. Like swag crazy. surf. Um, make it rain. Like I'm talking about. I'm going all the way. Mm. And then um, I don't know if this is the same segment or if, or if it was the seven o'clock. I don't know what it was. But then I definitely went into you know. Um, I need a hot girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, look back at it. Donk itty bitty piggy. Like I'm like I'm going for I'm I'm going for the juggler. Like, you know what I mean? And so I played and then I went to my Cleveland bag. I, I did the uh mm-hmm. I can nearly put it in your mouth and I, I played Get It Girl. Didn't really get the response I thought I would get. And Cleveland. Really? When you okay, but I don't know what it looked like over where you were, but when you were playing those songs, I was back towards the restrooms and they was going off over at the bar. Yeah, in yeah. the front it was like it wasn't what I thought it would be. When gotcha. I played that fat owl though, that was what I thought. Yeah, that the whole place went off. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so yeah, so I, and then I played um, "Not a Stain on Me" because I know mm-hmm. that's also Cleveland people fuck with that. So my whole point in this was to, if people never heard of Orange Soda, they're never going to forget. They're going to be yes. like, I can't. That one time I went to Cleveland for the All Star Weekend. We went to Orange Soda. It was crazy because who knows? We might be on tour soon. Um, Period. <laughs> and I was just sad when it ended. Um, I ended with some slow music, uh, body party. Oh, the security guard came over and said, uh, at, uh, "Cut it at eight thirty. That's why I, I was. I had a couple more in the stash, but I was like, and the and dude started setting up. So I didn't want to be rude to the next person, especially as how as hospitable the people that was before us was. Yeah, for sure. They played that, and I do want to say, <laughs> you know, I try to be modest, but. As I'm leaving the venue and crossing the street, I can't help it if people are in their cars honking, like, hey, DJ Burn. Like, no, not one car. The two cars behind them and somebody down the street, too. I, I have no idea who it was. If you listen to this, I'm sorry, but I was just like, oh, what's up? <laughs> Running across the street with my controller. And I was like, damn, I'm that nigga. But, anyways, <laughs> um, speak on it. Overall, I do want to say, uh, sold out event, no celebrities. Um, just me and Don't Fret, and that's how it should be when we go on tour. Um, it, I mean, it, it'd be cool to have a local DJ come and support us for promotion reasons, but now we came to party and we came to show you how we get down. And so, hopefully, you'll see that again soon. Um, it might be sooner than y'all think. I'm gonna have to tell y'all about it once we stop recording, but we might be going to another city that's also in Ohio that's the opposite direction, uh, for opening day. So. Shut up! So, yeah. what you're talking about. Okay. Let me to, put my PTO in right now. We're Brr. trying to April Fool's Day at that. You know, so I was talking to Bree about this in the car. Bree is Burns' fiance. For those of you listening that aren't aware, and um, we we're just talking about like how girls, will, women, will be women. Like, and a lot of times when I go into places, I'll get like a stank face or somebody will be like looking at me like who is who is this girl in here with this big ass hair big ass head and big ass hair like what is (laughs) and you know just not really welcoming and then they find out that I'm DJing and like I'm playing the shit they want to hear and now I'm sis like now Mm -hmm. it's do you want to drink I know that's right want to hug what's your IG um I think that I just think that's funny every because that happened to me in Cleveland there was like two or three girls specifically, I'm like, they're looking at me, the way they were looking at me, I'm like, am I going to be fighting today? Like, that's how I felt. And then by the end of the night, it was like, ah, I know that, like hanging all over trying to show love. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause you could have been the same way when I walked in this bitch, but that's fine. Right. That's funny. I don't think I've had that experience yet. It's all happen. Open, Especially so I get you, there dumb early. So when you killing it, well, I, I was, this, there was a, there was a girl that walked in um, with the birthday boy. They were relatively early and she was just, she was not fucking with me. It's, it felt like, uh, and I wasn't taking anything personal because I know when you don't know people, you don't just walk up to people, hug them, smile at them and all of that. But right, right. as soon as I started playing, yeah, it felt like she was fucking with me then. So I'm like, hey girl, same, same chick, 
that walked in here an hour and 15 minutes ago. But hey, girl. <laughs> I, I guess I forget that y'all are not just DJs, but women DJs. And there's still a, even though we make it the norm around here, there's still a stigma when it comes to women that DJ. It's like, oh, you just up there trying to be cute. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we yeah, I got the... into a little Drake bag and everybody was like, oh, what? oh, oh. Yeah. girls love Drake. The fuck? Like <laughs> anytime, <laughs> anytime you can play crew love and uh, hell yeah, fucking right. Those are winners. Yeah. Facts. Um, but yeah, all star weekend was great. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to, that needs to be said. Um, yeah. It was just good. Um, Overall, I, yes, I would rate this on a scale to ten, like a a nine for the weekend. I wish we would have had a better turnout on Friday. Yeah, um, I feel like people really missed out, but I also don't. I mean, I guess it's the nature of like starting a new event, and also starting in February. Well, I think I got a little bit of a, which I usually try not to, a big head because I feel like by now people that are local know if you come. Like ahead. you should know. Yeah. Like you're gonna enjoy yourself, have a good time, but you know, we'll just switch up our promotion habits a little bit and hopefully pack it out the way um it deserves to be packed out next month. This is a lesson that um everybody that's selling a product gotta learn is that it's not just all I gotta do is XYZ and people will buy it. Absolutely does not work like that. It's like there's Plenty of reasons people cannot come to something. Right. Um, and just like you you assume if you put a flyer up on Instagram that everybody sees it. Not everybody sees it. Yeah. So if you're waiting on that to be the reason, um, people are not going to show up. Um, and people will tell you, like, there's been plenty of times I've been like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to come to that because that's something I would fuck with. Like, And I don't know fake shit. Like, I would definitely come to it. And the day comes, I'm like, dog, I don't want to leave the house. There'll be days I straight up forget that the event even existed and then get on social media and look and be like, damn, I definitely wanted to go to that. So. I know he ain't chewing, child. I don't like it. We about to cut this short. So what I was saying was before I start choking, <clears throat> that definitely make sure you promote your stuff. Um, people are just not going to show up no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the winter, especially in Columbus, because uh, everybody's cousin do everything, and so it was so cold though. And I know people were moving around. There's a lot of events that night. Um, there's at least two or three other events. Um, and then you know people were making their way out the city. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we'll just you know switch uh, it up a little bit next time and. There's we a gonna party there, regardless. So yeah, I that. mean, there's other events, but we're not DJing them. So I mean, do they even exist? Nah, but um, going <laughs> on that on that point, and this will probably be the last point. Um, it's something to be said about support. To where I don't, I know people in Cleveland that I could have invited, but I'm like, you follow me on social media. Like, if we friends, you'll see it. You'll come. If you don't, I don't want to hear the excuses as to why you're not going to come. It's cool. Just don't come. Um, Same thing with the event on Friday. It's like, if you fuck with me, I mean, it's a little bit more than just a retweet. And to say you're going to be there, you can show up. Like, um, y'all niggas show up. But you know what? I appreciate the retweets because, baby, I'm I'm a retweet in full and ain't going to be there. And it's not because I don't (laughs) rock with people or I don't want to come out. I'm just really busy. And, like, Mm -hmm. I have just enough time to do the things that I'm obligated to do and the event for the weekend. Like, I don't really, I'm going to work on that in the coming months so I can show love to people that show love to me. Um, but I, yeah, if, if all you do is retweet my link, I personally am not mad at that. Uh, I'm not either. Mm-hmm. I only feel some kind of way when you, when you go try to go above beyond say you fuck with me. I'm like, there are, you, you actively make a choice. It's kind of like dating. Uh, when, when people say if you if you would if you wanted to you would 
And this mm-hmm. is a fact because we all go through our life making choices on what we do and not want to do. And there's been plenty of times that no matter how something, how important something is you need to do, you would not do that if there's something else that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying y'all need to skip work, quit your job, and come see me DJ. But I am saying that you do mark off a certain amount of time that's allocated for leisure. And you can arrange things to make that time to come support me. If you say you support me like you do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't, I don't. Well, well, first of all, let me just say I've been DJ for 15 years. I don't expect nobody to do nothing. Like, I, like my parents came to one of my football games. I played football for six years. I don't expect nobody to come to nothing. I don't expect, like, I'm not DJing to sell it, sell it to my friends. Like, I'm DJing for people that want to come out and have a good time. And if that includes my friend, come fuck with it. But I just not, I'm not here for the fake conversations about support when you don't really like, like, well, like what does support mean? I guess I got to start asking that, like, oh, I fuck with you. How, how, how much do you fuck with me? Like, would you pay a cover to come <laughs> see me? Or do you fuck with me when it's convenient? Or, What's we just got to be clear. People fuck with you just enough to say that they fuck with you if you make it, and then if you don't. Uh, but what is that that you be saying, Burn? No, that's a fact. Like people will support you enough to say they did it when you make it, so you can't be like, "Oh, you never fuck with me." But really, don't be fucking with you the whole time. The whole time, like there are certain organizations and entities that I could say that have never booked me to do anything, but if I said like y'all don't fuck with me, they'd be like, "Oh, what you mean?" Like. This is what I mean. You have several <laughs> events. You've never called me for any of them. Now, you don't shit on me publicly and say I'm trash. No, no, yeah, of course you don't do that. But to say you fuck with me, like. Mm. But they might in them group chats, but that's another story for another day. Listen, heard my name in rooms I ain't never been in. Mm. I don't even know what that means, but it's a dope <laughs> line. Yeah, all I had to, all I had was the ad lib. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Um, I'm getting out of here. What are our songs for tonight? So, uh, the recurring segment put us on. That's where we put you on to a song that we like, um, that may or may not be new. And I actually have one because I heard this song. Chase played this song on Friday. I was like, that song fire. I should have asked him what it was. But then he went to the next song. I was like, I don't feel like asking him. Like, oh, what's that new song you just played? You know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going through my crates. I'm I'm playing songs, and I played a song. I was like. Oh, this is the song. I didn't know I had this the whole time. And it's called. Of course he ain't got it queued up. Of course not. But it's by Isaiah Rashad. <laughs> it's called What You Said. I love that song. That song's fire. And I never knew what it was called. And also, I didn't know I had it in my crates. You know, I should be, be downloading music. So I played yeah. it. I was like, oh, that's a little bop. Okay. So I learned um, through this journey that I don't know the titles of songs, even my favorite songs. So that I'm burned. I'm sure you've seen me and probably didn't know why, but now you do. I'll be like, damn, like flipping out because because I'm now I got to sing a song that I know in my head, trying to figure out like, what did they title this? Because if it's not what's obvious in the chorus, you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh yeah, maybe this. Nope, that's not it. Like, thank God for title streaming uh, in Serato or some of my... Most amazing sets that happened on accident would have never happened. <laughs> um, I'm going to put you guys on to a song featuring uh, one of my favorite artists. It's called Don't Forget My Love. It's um, by Miguel and Diplo. I l- just saved that like two days ago. It's really good. It's giving, it's giving Forever 21 vibes, but vibes nonetheless. You understand? We respect it. Appreciate it. Um, so my song is Morning Slash Streetlights by Don Richard because mm-hmm. I was going through like different playlists and I feel like it could fit a vibe for Snap if done right because it's like you know like one of those two parters. So yeah, she does that song. a lot, mm-hmm. she does like two parts a lot. Um, I got a bonus song, bonus song, bonus song, bonus song. Uh, I just found this song last night. Snow Allegra, Luke James, Out of Your Way remix. Um, this is the the original song was off her Feels album. And why I learned about this song is because Brie had it on one of her playlists. Um, I guess we never solidified our songs for our wedding. I thought we did, but I guess not. And I was like, oh, it's got Luke James on it. She's like, yeah, Luke James is just 
he's a great singer. I'm like, hold on, what you? Oh, okay, let me find you got a little crush on somebody that don't look nothing like me. She's like, she's like, you got crushes too. I'm like, yeah, they all light skin with curly hair though and big heads. So, right up my alley. Those are complete opposite. Anyways, (laughs) you and Luke rather. Out of your way, Luke James remix by Snow Allegra. Uh, And I did remember the free game segment this time. We -hmm. talked about it in a car in Serato. In the settings, there's a box you can check that says turn off echo when loading new tracks. Because we've all been through those points where um, we went to play a song and the echo was still on, so it's silence. If you turn that on, every time you load a new song, if the effects was on, it'll turn it off for you. That way you ain't got to check to make sure to see if it's off or not. So that's free game for y'all. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to say. Besides Orange Soda, March 11th, Be Ready, Lil Ratchet Soul, Don't Fret, and DJ Burn at Scully's. We got some special stuff for y'all. April, we got something big coming. Um, you know, we got it's, it's just stuff going on. Um, snapped, um, I, I'm going to hit up the venue to see what the next date is because I need to know that ASAP so we can start promoting ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other thing. Is there anything about... You guys want to talk about music, DJing, life? No, just I love you guys. Aww. I love too. you too. Um, yeah, that's really it. So, no need to waste any more time. Um, that was episode 10. I put it on record. Once again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share these episodes with anybody that you know, whether it's a DJ um whether it's a woman that wants to be a dj whether it's a guy that wants to be a dj uh whether it's a teen or dj they. or they that or wants they because we stand the days we're, we're all inclusive over here is any person any human being or pet or fish wants to dj come come you know <laughs> come listen you might learn something march 11th orange soda follow us on instagram at dj b-e-r-n underscore um at super music directors at Lex Choir underscore maybe sometimes sometimes at D N T F R T. Um and that's it. And we out of here. Peace. Bye.